0: My friends, what's up? It's Taylor Welch, and my question to you is: Do you know how many businesses are closing their doors on a daily basis? Dan, do you know? Derek, you know? Sixteen hundred a day. Sixteen hundred. Last year, five hundred and ninety-five thousand businesses had to go out of business. That's sixteen hundred and thirty businesses a day. Why? It doesn't make any sense. You, you work here. You work here. We have like dozens of employees. All of our businesses have grown over the last couple of months. In a time where people are retreating and contracting. We're growing and expanding. How does that happen? I want to teach you how we build businesses. And you may be one of those people who's had these big dreams. You want to start this. You want to you want to earn your own income. You want to do it whenever you want, wherever you want. But you haven't started maybe for fear, maybe because you don't want to risk something. You don't want to risk it for the biscuit and then lose the biscuit. <laughs> Nobody can roll like me, bro. Listen, let me give you some things that are going to help you grow in a controlled, safe way. It doesn't matter what the economy is doing because wealthy business people all started at some point in a time of retraction. You look at Amazon, you look at Walmart, you look at all of the companies today that we we look up to, you know, you look at our companies in real estate and we're buying more now than ever before. So here's what I want to give to you. If you click the link below, you can read through this and I'm going to use a list because there's so much stuff the team has stolen from me to give to you basically for free that I can't even keep it straight. Number one, well secrets bundle. What, what would it be like if you could get access to my philosophy, Chris's philosophy? How do we store capital? How do we grow capital? Maybe you get to the place where you are making money or you don't have a lot of money, but you want to turn what money you have into more money. Sound good? That's what everybody wants. Let me show you how to do that through this. You're going to get the uh, intelligent advertiser. How do I go out into a market where people are afraid and still get business, still get clients, still get customers? Well, this has to do with how you advertise yourself. Are you going to get out there the right way? It's the art of getting attention ethically with a moral compass, okay? Uh, You're going to get ads to clients, which is the most predictable client attraction system in the world. In the world. How could I say that? How is it? Because everybody you're learning from now was at some point a client of ours. We taught them, Hey, that's a big claim, but it's one of the best programs in the world, but how do you use advertising specifically to get clients to pay you money? You're going to get something called the offer building masterclass. Listen, we've built about 18,000 offers over the past four years. So the, the average price point is over 5k. How do you do that? How do you do that in a way where people don't balk at the price? I'll show you everything about how do you set up an offer in a way that makes people compelled to buy, okay? You're going to get the productivity pack. How do I get so much done? How does Derek get so much done? Every single new hire we have actually comes through the productivity pack. We force them to go through the productivity pack because it's life-changing. It teaches you as an entrepreneur, how do I grow and expand and put in the work without sacrificing the other areas of my life that are important, such as your relationships, your family, such as being able to take long walks on the beach with your significant other. Right, Those are important. Derek's looking at me like a creeper right now. Uh, Maverick training. I did, what is this, two and a half hour training on how to create content, how to be a leader, how to be a prolific content producer. I go through my strategy and my system. Like, how am I rolling right now? How am I doing this ad? I'm not, I'm reading a bullet list. The Maverick teaches you how to systematically go through and consume content in a way that is structured and makes you a better producer. Oh, copywriting masterclass. That's in there too. I don't know what you guys are doing right now. Copyright. This is like $2,300, $2,400 in value. Copywriting Masterclass is some of the best copywriters in the world. We got them together, paid them to produce uh, this training. Like I'm talking probably more than two dollars in value. And the price is what? $199? $199. Massive, massive, massive discount. And it's only available for four days. Look, we're doing this because frankly, uh, we have we have all of this revenue coming in from sales mentor, WealthCap, and TF. But we see a lot of people in the market who are they are a little bit afraid. They're a little bit spooked. And it is our mission to provide the right insights, the right recipes, the right frameworks so that we can really give entrepreneurs. Look, we're the we're the key here. Entrepreneurs are the key to pulling us out of you know all of the volatility in the market. So step up, move forward. There's a Guarantee on this offer. It's lifetime guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, you know There's two types of risks. There's the risk of action. What if I do something and it doesn't work? I've removed that There's no more risk. You can get your money back if you want But there's also the risk of staying stuck the last four years. Have you moved your life forward? The last six months? Have you moved your life forward? There's there's more risk to doing nothing right now than there is to moving forward Let us take care of you. Let us give you all of this You got some homework to do go through it and start the build we got to get the economy back and rolling. The entrepreneur, the small business owner, the person who advances, you are responsible for helping lift us out of this. I'm with you. I got your back. Check out the page. Let's go. For all the info on this incredible offer, visit trafficandfunnels.com build. That's trafficandfunnels.com B-U-I-L-D. You're listening to the Traffic and Funnels Show. Today is going to be a little bit of a return to the past. So just going to wrap with you and talk with you a little bit about uh, direction, direction in your life and in your business. See, everybody everybody really, really, really is interested and obsessed with tactics, and I am not going to lie, I'm obsessed with them too. Don't feel too bad if you're obsessed with tactics. I'm the kind of guy who will spend uh, hours looking at a new software that I don't even own yet just to see if it's something that we could use. And, uh, hey, I get it. I understand. But when it comes down to whether you're truly going to win long term, when it comes down to whether you're going to achieve the things that you have set out to achieve and actually accomplish the goals that you write down at the beginning of your year or your quarter or whatever, however you do your goals, you have to make a commitment to be directionally sound over tactically sound in fact i said this to somebody last week said i would rather be directionally correct and tactically wrong than tactically correct and directionally wrong what does that mean well breaking it down you've all heard the quote there's nothing worse than put you know building uh building a ladder against the wrong building and i think so many people in today's day and age They have all of these goals and their revenue goals and their monetary goals and they get to a place where they've accomplished the goal and they've looked back on their life and they've realized that they haven't done what they wanted to do. They haven't achieved the right goals. At a UE Mastermind back in the day, we don't do upper echelon anymore, but we used to. We uh, did an entire training on this about how the greatest fail in life is winning the wrong race setting out to run a race that you never intended to run in the first place and we have all of these obligations from the people we care about trying to get us to do different things and anyways just a couple of points for you today on how to be directionally sound TF for us uh we have gotten into different seasons where we have really won tactically but the direction was off and ultimately our business might have moved forward in a direction that we did not intend to go. And when it really boils down to it, it's a leadership issue. It was a failure in leadership and you need to accept that first and foremost. If your business is, is not taking you to the place that you wanna to get to, it's probably a leadership issue. You need to look at yourself first instead of blaming the president or the weather or whatever it is that we blame. But 2018, I talk about this all the time, we made so many strides in the wrong direction. And it took a lot of effort to get us rerouted. And it taught me the cost of being very smart and very sharp, but ultimately directionally moving the wrong way. And uh, in 2019, we've nailed the direction and we haven't. Nailed every single promo or every single initiative that we've set out to achieve, but directionally, I feel like we are moving in a place that I, I am proud of. And at the end of the day, there's no greater, there's no greater nootropic to help you sleep. There's no better uh, caffeine can't beat it. Exercise can't beat it. Melatonin can't beat it. The best thing for you and your Success as a person, as a human, is being proud of the direction that you are moving in your life. It's not money. You're like, well, Taylor, I don't, I joined CK because I don't have money. Good for you. We'll fix the money part because the money is really the easiest part of the equation. What you're willing to trade for that money and ultimately how people remember you when you're not even here anymore, that's way more important. Way more importance. And it's hard for you to maybe accept that if you're at a place struggling financially. But I'm telling you, if you do the right things, the right results show up. Because everything on the scoreboard pays homage to the process that it took to get there. So three things that we'll just kind of sit here for a minute. Three things that are going to help you be directionally sound. Number one, language. 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 The words that come out of your mouth impact the money in your bank account, the equity you have with your friendships, the way you feel about yourself on a Sunday morning when nobody's around. Your language is one of the most important control devices that you have. And control device, let me just teach you a little bit about control theory. If you get into quantum physics, and there's a difference between Newtonian science and then the realm of quantum physics. See, uh, Newton, who was an you know, old, old scientist guy, who discovered gravity and got into really the laws of physics and how physics work, and discovered that everything has a pattern and everything follows similarities, and it's all about control, right? Newtonian science makes people feel safe. Here's how the planets move, and here's how gravity works, and an object this, you know, objects in motion tend to stay in motion, and all of those things. There are patterns that run the fabric of the worlds, and then we discovered quantum physics, and the realm beyond the realm, and it threw all of the Newtonian science on its head, and it makes people very, very uncomfortable even to this day because when you look into quantum physics, it seems like there's no patterns. Things are random and they happen with no, no, you know, no obvious outcome or no motive in the fabric of society and things, we can't control it. And you know, there's studies that, and there's actually a person, an elite, who I believe studied quantum physics and we had an interesting conversation on this once, that even just, looking at something can change the DNA structure of something in quantum physics, quantum particles. They're smaller than atoms and it's just chaos and it makes people feel like there's no pattern to anything. Uh, but the good thing is, is that we have isolated something called control theory and control theory says that there are devices, not don't think of a device as your iPhone, but devices as in different, uh, different realms of, Matter that can actually act as a control device. I'm going deep into stuff that probably doesn't even matter until you have mastery over it, but pulling it up so you can, I want to, I want to tie this back into language. So if I'm, if I'm going too deep, just say, whoa, 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 stop, stop, Taylor. This is not, this is helping. This is not helping me at all. And I'll back into the, going to the shallow waters, but anyways, A control theory is something that can simultaneously measure what is real and kick in activities that warp whatever is to what you want it to be. So here, let me give you a simple example. A thermostat is an example of a control theory. On one hand, it can measure what is real, and it can also take steps to warp that reality to what it wants wants it to be. So the house is 78 degrees, your thermostat says it should be 72 degrees, it's going to kick in air conditioning to warp that 78 degrees down to 72 degrees and as soon as it's met its criteria will turn the air conditioner off. A tachometer in a car, how a car works. You know you've got the car moving 30, 30 miles an hour, the speed limit is 50, so you're gonna put your foot on the gas pedal give it more juice, and the control theory would say that the car is going to tell you that it's sturdy, you're going to push the pedal down and warp that reality up to 50 miles an hour. I hope this is making sense because language is the single greatest control device that you have in your life. Many of you are using language as a control device, whether you realize it or not, but you're using it to warp the wrong way. Let me give you an example. You come into this group and you post how confused you are and you thought it was going to be easy and why is it so hard. And You've used your language to trigger a reality that you don't want anymore. You don't want to be out of control. You don't want to feel entitled. You don't want to feel, you know, many of you, you have to learn to use your language to warp you up into a new identity, a new level of playing field. It's difficult, and the reason that it sucks so bad and the reason that people don't understand it is because it's a new language. You know, imagine if you just got dropped off in China your whole life. You've spoken English and you don't know the language. You don't know the Chinese language. You're not going to understand it. It's going to be confusing. And imagine if you were unwilling to learn the language until you intellectually understood the language. Think how stupid that is. Yeah, people every day come in here and they argue with the process and they argue with the advice given to them. And I remember one client in particular. This has got to be a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago came in here and posted and they literally, uh, you know, they use their language as a cutting device and cut themselves basically. Just were like, this process is not working for me, blah, blah, blah. And I remember he got coached on using his language language to reinforce where he wanted to go. And he started arguing and saying that, you know, basically we're a cult and we're a bubble and it's like, okay, well you can leave. There's nothing keeping you here. And that person is in the same exact spot they were a year and a half ago. Basically, he was given the opportunity to learn a new language. He didn't understand it. And so instead of learning it, he just argued with it. If you've lived in mediocrity your whole life, the language of success is going to be confusing to you. If you've lived in failure your whole life, the language of winning is going to be confusing to you. The first thing that you're central nervous system wants to do when you're presented with this idea is to argue with it because it feels bad. You want to say, no, no, this isn't true. This isn't right. But that prevents the control device from being able to work. Imagine a thermostat in a house that's 78 degrees. It's set on 72, but it's uncomfortable to say it's 78 because it will feel like a failure. So it just lies and says, no, no, the house is 72 degrees when really it's 78 degrees. What do we call that? We call it a broken thermostat. Replace it. Step one, if you want to fix anything, is realize that it's wrong and be okay with the consequences because you know that to get to where you want to go, you first have to acknowledge where you're messing up. I want to challenge you to use your language as a weapon for the right things. Well, Taylor, sometimes I feel like I just need to talk about it. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe your identity is at that place where it needs to process audibly. You need to talk it out. What you don't want to do, though, is stay in that place. You want to always bring yourself back up to a place where you're requiring yourself to take on new things. We could probably go for a whole hour and a half on this, but we don't have time. If you want to be directionally sounds, use your language to support where you want to go. Use your language to support the type of person you're becoming. You will never become the person you're supposed to go or the person you're supposed to be. You'll never become the person you're supposed to be if you're talking like the person who you were. Say it one more time. You will never become the person you're supposed to be if you keep talking like the person you were. At some point, you have to grow up. You have to shift past into a new identity. Stop using your words. Some of you just need to stop talking in general. Got to be honest with you. Got to be honest with you. The truth don't hide. Language number one. Number two, this is just something that I've been thinking about is reps. It's been on my mind a lot. Reps, 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 over and over and over. You know, the best way to isolate, you know, we're talking about direction versus tactic. And I said I would rather be directionally correct and tactically wrong than tactically correct and directionally wrong. Well, one of the best ways you can actually isolate which tactic is correct is repetition, putting in the reps. I don't understand it. I truly don't. I just don't get it when people are like, I posted organic for three days and nothing works. It's like, I do not understand. I went to the gym and I did three pushups and nothing worked. The hell is the matter with you? Seriously? Very confusing to me. Coming from a position where, you know, for the first six months of my career, I just didn't thing after thing after thing that didn't work. It was embarrassing y'all. Like you you don't have a grid for how embarrassing it was. So I see people in here complaining about like, I only got three comments. I got chewed out for my first organic post. You, you can't forget that in the marketing, in the internet marketing world, what's common is people usually go out and they copy what they've seen from other people. you can't forget that we in, we had to invent organic because I didn't have a way to get clients. Nobody was teaching this to me. Nobody taught me how to go into groups and write the organic posts that now everyone does. Normalization. I had to figure that out walking through a Kroger in Memphis, Tennessee, driving an old car that I didn't like and having the realization that I'm trying to convince people that six grand is not a lot of money and I'm getting into a broke-down car. Something's not right, and I started thinking about it and discovered that the process of normalizing externally reinforces your identity internally. you got to remember that we play the game different in that we had to go through all of this stuff ourselves. We had to figure it all out. And reps do two things. Number one, they give you the correct tactics, and they build tensile strength. You know, when I go into the gym, I don't look at the strongest guy I can find and think, well, why is bench pressing working for him and it's not working for me? And then turn around and go home. The truth that you don't see is that Tanner and Misty and Molly, and Ashley and Alrick, and Ryan, and the people who are winning, and they're winning a lot. What you don't see is that Tanner invested $50,000 in coaching that didn't work out before he got to CK. He put in the freaking reps. He worked sun up to down rep after rep after rep after rep after rep and he did it all wrong and he'll tell you that right now he'll tell you that the person who is truly a master is the person who has failed at everything within a small narrow niche and you got to stop complaining about things not working when you haven't even done it put in the work put in the reps commit to something for at least six months before giving up on it. This is just good old-fashioned success principles. You got to build your tensile strength. I'm 100% sure that there are going to be things in the future that challenge us, but I'm confident that we have the strength to withstand the pressure and to keep doing the right thing, I tell my sales guys all the time, the maturity of a closer is how long can you keep doing the right things when shit's hitting the fan? How long can you keep doing the right habits when things aren't working out the way you thought they would? And an immature closer, an immature person, as soon as they go three days, they don't have any sales, they're like, well, maybe what I'm doing isn't working. Like a little child, a mature closer. You know, Peyton will go a week. Remember in the past when he was training, go a week without a sale. Just keep doing the right things, keep doing the right things, keep doing the numbers will correct. And it's like now we can see it. You look back on your life and you realize that you're going to go through peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows, but the maturity of your life is how long you can continue doing the right behaviors when you're in a valley. Anybody can do the right thing when they're at the top of the mountain because everybody sees you, everybody acknowledges you, and everybody honors you, and everybody says, Wow, how successful you are. Now it's like, I don't even care about any of that shit. I want to win in the valley. I want to wake up the right time when nothing's working. I want to have inspiration to do the right things when nobody's watching and when things aren't working the way I want them to work. Build your strength, build your maturity by choosing to be the person that puts in the reps whether life is moving their way or not. This is why divorce is rampant. Because people only want to do the right things when they feel in love. Sorry, gotta, I'm not saying I judge you if you've had a divorce. I'm just saying that this is why I see so many of my friends get success, then file for divorce because things get tense and things get rough. And it's easy to do the right things when things feel good. And it's difficult to do the right things when they don't. Moving on, language, guard your language reps. This is the third thing, and then we'll wrap up here. And uh, let me know feedback on if this has been good for you guys or not, just a different different type of flow. Let me know if you've uh, appreciated this or if it's been helpful at all. Number three, is this building a system? I'm not talking about a business system or an automation system. I'm talking about your life system your life's system, the collection of habits that runs your life. People on my team ask me this all the time. Like, how do you decide what goals to set that aren't money goals? And uh, I didn't have an answer for it for a while, but in looking past the last three years, the last, to the last seven or eight, 10 years, I realized that the difference for me for the last four years versus everything prior is I have spent a lot of time thinking about what are the small activities and the small behaviors that are going to produce the best version of me, not just in the workplace, but in life. So for instance, if you go into my morning formula, there's nothing for the first half page about money. I have money goals and monetary goals, but my first four paragraphs are all about the type of person that I am and what I do. Be, do, have. That's the order. Who I am determines what I do and what I do determines what I have. So I set goals for every year and every quarter. Here's who I want to be this quarter. Here's the descriptions of my personality that I want to have. Here are the habits that I want to run my life. You know, gym in the mornings. Here's how I eat my food. Here's what I do in the afternoons. Morning habits and evening habits. You don't have to go totally crazy with this, but you do need to at some point build a system which is just a collection of habits that makes your life conducive for the results you want to have. Everyone just wants to focus on what they have in the bank account, but you're not ever going to get what you want to have in the bank account until you can wake up in the morning and have the right disciplines, the right habits. Who am I? Who am I really? Who am I becoming? Am I waking up at 5 o'clock because I'm going to have to report to someone? Or am I waking up at 5 o'clock because I'm competing with who I was yesterday And I want to win. Ultimately, I heard somebody say this once, that the difference between the greatest and the worst is their distinctions. The small little distinctions. The small little distinctions. It's usually not the big things. It's not like, you know, Kobe Bryant ate nothing but tomatoes and broccoli. And the worst basketball player ate cookies all day. That's not it. It's not those big, huge things. It's the small distinctions. It's the extra 30 minutes Kobe spent in the gym before everyone else got there. And the 15 minutes he spent after everyone left. It's the small little things. Don't ever neglect those small little things. This morning I woke up at 4.40 and I wrote in my journal, I listed out my wins, I went to the gym, got to go work on it, got to the office early, did some writing, did some reading, and I have built a system for my mornings that produces a consistent version of Taylor Welch that the world sees. You need to build the same thing for your life, go into it, spend time on it. I used to complain about how much time it took me to create these habits. Not anymore. It's all worth it. All right, language, reps, systems. Sorry, I just got a slack from somebody. Uh, Apparently, I'm late for a meeting. So I'm about to rock and roll. Hope you guys uh, have an amazing rest of your day. Keep it real and never give up. See ya. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit TrafficAndFunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's TrafficAndFunnels.com.